Odell first. Amen. I'm happy to see all of you today. Amen. Amen. Hopefully, hopefully you're happy to see me too. Amen. Amen. We have been preaching a series of messages, and we're almost done. Out of Second Peter, messages that uh, are applicable for the church today. If you want to be fruitful in God and if you want to make it to heaven, these messages will be beneficial to you, not because they're my messages, but because they're his messages. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. I'm going to read in a version that's a little bit different from yours, but it means the same thing. And it brings it out a little bit clearer. Galatians 6, verse 7 says, Don't delude yourselves. No one makes a fool of God. A person reaps what he sows. Those who keep sowing in the field of their old nature in order to meet its demands will eventually reap ruin. But those who keep sowing in the field of the spirit will reap from the spirit everlasting life. So let us not grow weary in doing what is good. For if we don't give up, we will in due time reap the harvest. Therefore, as the opportunity arises, let us do what is good to everyone, especially to the family of those who are trusting, who are trustingly faithful. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. When you get it, say amen. Amen. So then, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us, too, put aside every impediment that is the sin which easily hampers our forward movement and keep running with endurance in the contest set before us, looking away to the initiator and completer of that trust, Yeshua who in exchange, which Yeshua is his Hebrew name, Jesus, Yeshua, who in exchange for obtaining the joy set before him, endured execution on a stake as a criminal, scorning the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, think about him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners so that you won't grow tired or become despondent. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your contest against sin. Also, you have forgotten the counsel which speaks unto you as sons. My son, despise not the discipline of Adonai or become despondent when he corrects you. For Adonai disciplines those he loves and whips everyone he accepts as a son. 
Regard your endurance as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons for what son goes undisciplined by his father. All legitimate sons undergo discipline. So if you don't, you're a masmer or a bastard and not a son. Furthermore, we had physical fathers who disciplined us, whipped us, spanked us, and we respected them. How much more should we submit to our spiritual father and live? For they disciplined us only for a short time and only as best they could. But he disciplines us in a way that provides genuine benefit to us and enables us to share in his holiness. Now, all discipline, while it is happening, does indeed seem painful, not enjoyable. But for those who have been trained by it, it later produces its peaceful fruit of righteousness. Now, go with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. When you get it, say amen. Amen. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these he might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance Patience to temperance add patience. The title of the message is the inner me part six, the inner me part six. Father, we are grateful. I am grateful. Amen. Lord, for your word, I am grateful for your spirit. I am grateful, Lord, that you are a faithful God, that you are a God that disciplines us. That you're a God that cares enough about us to correct us when we're wrong. Lord, that you're a God that cares enough about us to spank us and to guard us and to to lead us into the right way. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you that you're a God that, that you, Father, you don't try to discipline us out of your anger, Lord, but you discipline us out of your love. Because you said who you love, you discipline. On the other end of all that discipline is your love. On the other end of all of those spankings, uh, uh, at the other end of all of those things, Lord, all the correction, all the discipline, Lord, at the other end is love. Father, many times we don't deal with one another like that. But, Lord, help us to be like you. Father, help us to be like you as it concerns our children. Lord, not to spank them out of anger or correct them out of anger, but to correct them out of love, out of concern, out of compassion. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would correct this church and every church, Lord God. Father, that you would bring us into alignment with your will. Father, that you would bring us into a place, Lord, where we're pleasing unto you. Not so much that we're pleasing unto one another or anyone else, but that we please you. 
Father, I just thank you right now. Lord, I ask, I yield my body to you. I move out of the way, Lord. Lord, there's nothing that I could say in and of myself that could have any eternal value. But, Lord, as I allow you to speak through me, Lord, those things will have eternal value. So, Father, I ask that you use me this morning. Lord, it's not my thing, but it's your thing. Father, I just pray that you would have your way, Lord. At the end of this service, Lord, that there would be such a, a, a gripping of the heart, such a gripping of the spirit and the soul, Lord. Those areas in our lives, Lord, that we have allowed to go unchecked, that we have not allowed you to discipline us in, Lord. That we will open the doors of our heart and say, Lord, come in and discipline me in every area. Correct me in every area. Father, have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Paul, in, in writing to the church at Galatia, he tells them mm-hmm. that to not be deluded, that a person can only reap what he has sowed. If you didn't put any seed in the ground, then don't expect anything to grow. Amen. And depending on the type of seed that you put in the ground, that's the kind of harvest that you're going to have. If we sow to our flesh, then we're going to, of our flesh, reap corruption. Peter tells the church, he says, you need to add some things to your faith. Don't just have faith, but build upon your faith. Build upon your faith knowledge. Build upon your faith temperance. Build upon your faith. All of these things. And then he says, build upon your faith patience. Because if we're going to make it in this life, if we are going to be effective as Christians, if we're going to make it in this life, then we need to have these things. We can't just have faith. I trust in Jesus, but there's nothing else about my character. There's no strength in me. There's no strength in my character. There's no strength in my person. There's no strength in my mind. And therefore, anything that comes my way can overtake me and run over me. Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm yes, saying? Yes. God bless you, Pastor. He says, the writer in the book of Hebrews said that we have a great cloud of witnesses. Don't think that whatever you're going through that nobody else has ever been through. My Lord. My Lord. And we have people that went before us. If you read yes, Hebrews yes. chapter 11, that, ex- that had put their trust in God. They went before us and therefore we can't say, well, I can't make it. I don't know how I can make it and all this kind of thing. There are people that have made it before us. And they showed us that it is possible for us also to keep our faith in God, keep our trust in God, no matter what is going on around us, no matter who stands with us, no matter what experience we go through in this life, it is possible to go through those things and still not get out of character, still not get crazy, still not curse people out, still not act a fool. There are people that have proved that you can go through some hard places in your life and still maintain your character in Christ and still maintain your trust in Christ. And there are some places in this life that we will go through that are very difficult. God did never say that this life won't be difficult. He never say that you won't go through some difficult thing. But he said, I'll be with you even until the end of the world. He said, he that endures until the end, the same shall be saved. You can't get in the middle of this race and throw up your hand because it's getting too hard. Because people don't agree with you. Because there are problems in your home. Because there are problems on the job. 
Let me tell you something. These people went through some things that was way harder than what we will ever go through. The Bible said that some of them were sawn asunder. They took big saws and sawed them in half. It said, unless you give up your confession of Christ and unless you give up your faith, I'm going to take you and cut you in half. It happened. There are people that lions were released on them in, in the Bible. They were released on them. And either they were going to keep their faith in Christ or they were going to denounce Christ. That's why Jesus said, he that seeks to save his life is going to lose it. But he that loses his life for my sake and for the gospel shall keep it unto life eternal. Amen. Amen. Let me go on. He said that we have a great cloud of witnesses. He said, therefore, we ought to remove, we ought to move every hindrance, every impediment out of the way. Everything that will keep us from forward movement in Christ. Everything that will slow us down, we need to move it out of the way. Whether it be affiliations with other people or whether it be affiliations with whatever it is. We need to move whatever it is out of the way. He said anything that will hamper our forward movement. He said, and keep running with endurance. Don't start off with endurance and then get tired. And talk about, I can't make it. I can't catch my breath. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. He said, keep running with endurance. Keep running with endurance. Keep running with endurance in the contest that is set before us, looking away to the initiator and completer of that trusting, Yeshua, who in exchange for obtaining the joy set before him endured execution on a stake as a criminal. Anybody ever put you on the cross? Huh? Talk about I've been persecuted. They just persecuting me. They just perse- We ain't never been put on nobody's cross. He said, scorning the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, think about him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners. So you won't grow tired and become despondent. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your contest against sin. Also, you have forgotten the counsel which speaks with you as sons. My son, don't despise the discipline. Yes. Of Adonai, that's daughters too. That's not just yes. males, that's female. That's right. Or become despondent when he corrects you. For Adonai disciplines those he loves and whips everyone he accepts as a son. All of these things that we go through in this life ought to be building character in our that's life. Right. You mean you went through all that suffering and you ain't learned nothing? <laughs> Huh? You mean to tell me that you went through all that suffering and you haven't, there's nothing been built in your life? You mean to tell me that you went through all those times of where you felt like nobody cared? You went through all those times where you felt like you ain't see no, end, no light at the end of the tunnel. You went through all of that. And if you don't understand suffering, you will begin to accuse God. That's right. That's right. Did you hear what I said? Y'all with me? We're not going to be too long. I'm going to watch the saints today. Huh? Huh? You have to understand what is going on in your life in order to interpret it correctly. Because if you go through suffering and you don't understand what's going on, you will interpret it incorrectly. Did you hear what I said? That's why Joe's wife said, you mean to tell me you're going to keep on serving God? You're going to keep on serving God all this? Look at, look, at, look at your body, boy. Huh? None of us had never had no balls on our body talking about we suffering. We suffering for Christ. Huh? 
We're suffering for Jesus' sake. Huh? None of us have never had none of that. But yet Job said, the Lord give it. And the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So he said, when I come forth, I shall come forth as here go. Job understood why he was suffering. Did you hear what I said? Sometimes we go through suffering. We don't understand. And we don't get no revelation of the suffering and what's going on in the suffering. And that God is building something in us in the suffering. We'll begin to shake our fists at God. You mean to tell me I served you all these years and you let my son die? You mean to tell me I served you all these years and now I'm sick in this hospital? You mean to tell me I served you all these years and now I got all these sicknesses and diseases in my body? Huh? Thank you, Father. God is trying to build endurance in us because the next experience that we go through will be bigger than the last one. And if we can't make it through no little bitty experience, we sure enough can't make it through no big old problem. He said, y'all don't forgot. Y'all looking at the suffering, but you're not looking at what the suffering is producing in you. Come on. Somebody got it messed up. They got it twisted. They say, "Well, when you become a Christian, when you when you when you turn your life over to Jesus, then all the beds every day gonna be rosy." No, no, every day is not gonna be rosy. Every day is not gonna be Sunday. Every day is not gonna be Hallelujah. At least not the way you feel anyway. Huh? But yet, if you understand that God is allowing these things, first of all, it's Him that's allowing it to happen. And if it wasn't beneficial for us, then he would not allow it to happen at all. Huh? Don't get a a wrong interpretation of God. God is not a a dictator. He's not one of those that that wants to. He's not a tyrant. Did you hear what I say? God is not a tyrant. He don't enjoy hurting people. He doesn't enjoy hurting his creation. He doesn't enjoy allowing his creation to go through certain things. But God will allow you to go through what he allows you to go through because he knows what's going to be produced in you and that's going to come out on the other side of that suffering. Did y'all hear what I say? Did you hear what the Spirit of God say? God is not trying to kill you. God is not trying to misuse you. God is not trying to mistreat you. But God allows us to go through suffering because he realizes what it is going to build in us. The Bible said if you suffer with him, you shall also glory with him. Huh? A lot of times we want what God has, but we don't want to go through the process of what it takes to get it. It takes hanging in there, even when people don't understand you. It takes hanging in there, even when people turn their back on you. It takes hanging in there, even when people persecute you. It takes hanging in there, even when they do you wrong, scandalize your name, talk about you, and put you down. It takes hanging in there. See, that's endurance. Endurance say, come what may, I'm going to serve the Lord. If 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 it's hot and heavy, I'm going to serve the Lord. If it seems like it's too much for me to bear, I'm still going to serve the Lord. Lord have mercy. Yes, sir. Said I wasn't gonna preach this whole. Second Peter chapter one, one through six. Listen at it this way. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord and Savior. Huh? Through experiential knowledge. 
according as his divine power hath given unto us, the Christian, all things that pertain unto a godly life through an intimate experience. That's what he's talking about, knowing knowledge. They say Adam knew his wife. He experienced her intimately. We ought to experience God intimately. I'm not talking about no physical thing, but I'm talking about a, 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 a spiritual thing. The Bible yes. says first the natural, then the spiritual. spiritual. When a husband and a wife experience one another intimately, that's a natural thing that's trying to show us something about us and God. We ought to be intimate with God. There ought to be some kind of conception going on in our womb. There ought to be some kind of implanting of a seed. There ought to be something. Yes. Y'all, 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 y'all don't yes. understand. If we're intimate with God, there ought to be some planting. There ought to be some conception going on. There ought to be something growing inside of us. You mean to tell me you say that you are intimate with God, that you've been with God, but there's nothing on the inside of you? Of Jesus Christ, who had called us to uprightness and moral goodness, whereby are given to the Christian a very costly self-committal of God. He's committed himself to do some things in our life if we have endurance, if we keep on hanging in there, if we keep on pressing through. There's no other way to get it. We have to keep hanging on in there. Jesus said, if you abide in me and I abide in you, then you're going to bear something. Are y'all tired of me? I see the way y'all looking. Y'all tired of me. Which is a conferring of his goods, that by these he might be a joint participant of the divine nature. Which is inherent in the rebirth, the underlying constitution, which we now have as a new species. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, if any woman be in Christ, they're a new creature. That it may bring forth, that new nature may bring forth and produce having escaped or made a full breaking away from the previous situation. Meaning the, uh, the, the, the corruption and decay, the rottenness, the decomposition that is in the world through lust or through evil desires. Which is a perverted craving. Lust is a perverted craving, a longing and a desire for what is forbidden, a passionate longing, coveting, desire or the impulse. He said, and beside all this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience. Huh? Lord have mercy. Peter ministered to the churches. In the province of Asia. And when he, when he's, let me, let me hurry on. Let me, let me skip some things. When, when, when he's talking about, when he's talking about patience, King James took and translated that word uh, uh, into English, but they mistranslated it when they said patience. He's not talking about an idling. Did you hear what I said? Like a car idles? How many know how a car idles? When you start it up, but you don't put it in gear, it just. I'm sitting one place running. He's not talking about an idling or a pause in activity designed to anticipate action from another source. The word patience here in this particular verse is hupomeno. It means to be steadfast, huh? Steadfast, cheerful, or hopeful. Endurance. It's talking about being constant or consistent. To be a genuine. Uh, endurance and, tr- and trust in the truest sense, this patience, this endurance must be displayed by the Christian in the face of real trial of suffering. How can you say that I have endurance, but you ne- you never been through anything? Huh? That's why God puts us in the middle of things. That's why God puts us in the middle of suffering. That's why God puts us in the middle of, 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 of trials and tests and tribulation. You know why he puts us in the middle of it? To see what we're made of. That's right. 
Huh? Oh, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy to say hallelujah as long as there's no discomfort to your flesh. It's easy to praise the Lord as long as everything is all right. There's no circumstances coming against you. There are no tests coming against you. Everybody patting you on the back and saying how good you are and saying that they're with you and praising you and all that kind of stuff. It's easy, yes it is, to serve the Lord then. But as soon as we get in the middle of trouble, as soon as we get in the middle of test, oh Lord, not a real person stuff coming out. It's really going to come out what you made of. It's really going to come out. You might want to fight. You might want to cuss. You might want to do all kinds of things. You might start drinking. You might start drugging. You might... It's because God is trying to see what we're really made of. Some of us don't like the word, but it's the word anyway. Yes. Amen. Lord, why are you letting all this happen to me? You ever felt like that? Yeah, yeah. Lord, why are you letting all this happen in my yeah, life? Yeah, you know I done been to church every Sunday. I ain't yeah. missed a Sunday. Yeah. You know I sat on the deacon board, on the deaconess board. You know I brought the little pan out full of water and let the preachers wash their hands and all that. I have not missed a third Sunday doing that. Huh? Yes, sir. You know that I played the instrument. You know I sung in the choir. Yeah, he knows all that. But he also knows that there's something in you that needs to be identified. Yes, yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Huh? Yeah. Trouble we identifies us. Huh? Yeah. Trouble yeah. identifies what we're made of. Yeah. Huh? If we go through trouble and didn't want to give up, that means there wasn't much to us in the first Come place. Right. That's true. Amen. Huh? We have it in doing. Trouble identifies who we really are. Yes, it does. Jesus says this. Now, you, you think that we're going through some trouble right now. Let me tell you, church, we need to build, let the Lord build endurance within us because there are some things that are coming upon this earth that if you don't have endurance, you won't last. We have not been through the kind of trials that are coming upon the earth. We have not seen the kind of trouble in our lives that are coming upon the earth. The government has never come through that front door and held guns on nobody and told them, you better not sing uh, no praise to Jesus. You say one word, you say one word about Jesus, and I'm gonna kill you. Amen. We have never had that happen, but it's happening over in other countries. Yeah. And let me tell you something, if we don't get ourselves straight in America, it's gonna happen, here. It's gonna happen over here. Yes, it will. Huh? Yeah. That's why the Bible said Paul said, pray for kings and authority yeah. that you might live at peace. That's right. Jesus put it this way in Mark. He said, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. Yeah. Huh? When it costs your life, then you don't really realize whether you have endurance or not, whether you really love Jesus or not. When somebody talk about killing you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Yes. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Yes. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall oh, wax cold. cold. But he that shall, listen to what he said, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. We better start praying right now, Lord. Put endurance in my life. Build strength in my life. Make me a fortress where I can withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. Lord, establish my feet so that I won't slip. He said the same shall be saved and then the, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. These tests and trials that we go through now on our job, in our home and in the church. 
are just the beginning. That's right. It was written in Luke chapter 23, verse 26. And as they led him away, talking about Jesus, they laid upon one Simon of Cyrene, a black man, coming out of the country. And on him, they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. They put Jesus' cross on Simon. And there followed him a great company of people and women, which also bewailed, started crying and lamenting him. Verse 28, but he, but Jesus turned unto them and said, daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for the, for your children. For behold, the days coming in which they shall say, blessed are the barren, blessed are those that have not born a child. Come on. And the womb that never bare, and the paps which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, fall on us. We haven't seen trouble like we're going to see. But there's going to come a time when the people are going to say to the mountains, fall on us. And to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in the green tree, Jesus said, what shall be done in the dry? Huh? As Christians, we must hold ourselves accountable to check our faith. Did you hear what I said? As Christians, we must hold ourselves accountable to check our own faith. Paul said, examine yourself to yes. see whether or not you be in the faith. Yes. And ask ourselves, do we possess these qualities of virtue? Do uh, the quality of knowledge and the quality of temperance and the quality of self-control or the quality that is now that we're now talking about at this point in our sermon series, the quality of endurance. Do we have it? My God. Do we have it? Can we undergo trials being treated unjustly by others and never even attempt to to retaliate? Can we do it? Can we be attacked by somebody when we didn't deserve anything and not retaliate on them? Can we bless when we are cursed? Can we suffer bodily injury and still walk as Jesus did? Can we take the spear in our side? Can we be spit on? Suffer personal and harsh humiliation and still say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I don't think some of us can. If anyone deserves the right to be a role model of endurance, a role model of how to handle trials and persecution, a role model of how to go through suffering undeserved atrocities and personal assaults, Jesus is the one. Huh? A lot of people try to seek role models in this world, but we need a role model of how to, how to suffer and still be right with God. Did you hear what I say? But most of us, if somebody did us something that we didn't deserve, first of all, we're going to try to look for a way to get even. The Bible said that vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Says the Lord. One thing my wife taught me is she didn't teach me nothing else and she taught me a lot of things. But one thing she taught me is that when somebody do you wrong, whether it be on a job or wherever else it may be, let God handle it. I know that's right. He's going to do far better with it. Some of us don't know how to do that. Yeah, they talked about me, so I'm going to talk about them. Lord help us. Huh? Jesus said if a man hits you on the right side of your face, turn to him the left also. Some of us are not made up of that kind of thing. I'm not saying that I am. But I'm saying, Lord, build that character in me where I can take insults and not insult in return. Yes. Build that character in me to where I can say I'm a Christian and I can live as a Christian even when things get difficult. Oh, yes. Huh? Thank you, Father. Thank God for that. Thank you, Father. The book of Hebrews tells us concerning this very subject 
In the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, it records looking unto Jesus. I'm almost done. I know y'all getting sleepy. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. If you want to know how to go through suffering, look at Jesus. If you want to know how to forgive even when somebody did you wrong when you didn't deserve it, if you want to know how to remain calm in the midst look of a crisis, look to Jesus. Yes, sir. He'll show you how to do it. Yes, we have to get into his presence. Listen to me, church. Listen to me. We have to get into his presence because there are some things in life that will be very difficult. There are some things in life that your flesh will want to raise up. But we have to get in our prayer closet when we're going through those things and say, Jesus, teach me. Amen. Teach me how to endure. Teach me how to hold up under trial. Teach me how to remain calm when everything around me is in chaos. Teach me how to deal with my difficult boss on the job. Teach me how to deal with my difficult children. Teach me how to deal with difficult people. Some people have you all out of character. You don't have no endurance. Huh? Some people have you raising all of you don't even know yourself. Did you hear what I say? You won't even know yourself. I know that's right. Peter tells us, these persecuted Christians and us, that he wrote to in the epistle of Peter. For even hereunto are ye called. Y'all thought y'all just called to joy, huh? Y'all thought y'all just called to, to blessings. Y'all thought y'all just called to happy times and good days. He says, for hereunto are ye called. Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Some people only want to follow Jesus so far. As long as they're being fed by the bread and the fish, they want to follow him. But as soon as suffering starts, all the way, Jesus, I'll see you after this. I'll see you after the suffering. I'll see you after all that. But let me tell you something. The path in which we follow Jesus goes through many things. Oh, yeah. It doesn't just go through blessing, but it goes through hardship. Yes, it Who did not sin and said Jesus did not sin. Neither was God found in his mouth. That's Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. That's right. When he suffered, he, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judged righteously. Yes. Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, uh, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye are, uh, for ye were as sheep going astray, but yeah. are now returned unto the shepherd yes. and bishop of your soul. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Peter 2, and I'm closing. First Peter 2 says, verse 21, for hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, yes. leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. We already read that. Ver- uh, Hebrews 12, 1 says, so then, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us too put aside every impediment that is the sin which easily hampers the forward movement and keep running with endurance the, uh, the, the contest that is set before. And I'm closing. Second Peter 2.4 says, so then you, my son, Paul talking to Timothy, be empowered by the grace that comes from the Messiah, Yeshua, and the things you heard from me, which were supported by many witnesses. These things committed to faithful people, such as will be competent to teach others also. Accept your share in suffering. You see what Paul tells Timothy? Accept it. That's right. 
accept your share in suffering, disgrace as a good soldier of the Messiah, Yeshua. No soldier on duty, listen, no soldier on duty gets involved with civilian affairs. That's huh? Don't you know that about that, my brother? Amen. Yeah, isn't that true? No soldier on duty gets involved with civilian affairs. Since he has to please his commanding officer. Yes. Also, an athlete can't win a contest unless he competes according to the rules. The farmer who has done the hard work should be the first to receive a share of the harvest. That's God. Think about what I am saying, for the Lord will enable you to understand everything. Amen. Let me tell you something. We don't have no excuse. We don't have any excuse. Hebrews said that they are the great cloud of witnesses. What are, you, what are we going to tell those people on that day? Come on. When we stand before God. Come on. And all the stuff that they have to go Come through. Come on. And the little bit of stuff that we have to go yeah, through. Man. We can't even endure it. Oh, yeah, it went before. Huh? Yeah, they don't look at us and tell us, what, what, what are you talking about? My, you my, my God. You? Huh? And yet now you want to huh? You want to give up because oh, somebody's talking about you? Come on. Huh? You want to get a whole lot of character and begin to assault them physically because somebody talked about you. If there's nothing else about a Christian, a Christian knows how to go through yes. A Christian yes. knows how to go through suffering. Yes. A Christian knows how to go through hard times. Yes. A Christian knows how to walk. If yes. he has to walk by his or her self yes. because they realize that Jesus is right there yes. walking yeah, with the, me. Yes, Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank so you know what gets us? You know what gets us off track sometimes? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let y'all go. You know what gets us off track sometimes? Praise your God, Pastor. Because we stop looking at Jesus. Praise I know that's right. And we start looking at ourselves. That's it. And we start looking at the suffering. That's right. And we start looking at the problem. Lord and Jesus. we start looking at how good we think Lord somebody else it. over there has it. Come on. And how rough we have it. Lord but we don't know what's going on over there with Come you. on. No, no. Don't know, Pastor. Lord, huh? Lord, my God. We don't know what's going on over there. So we need to keep the thing in proper context and in, in, in proper application that if I'm a Christian, yes, one thing is I'm going to suffer. I am going to suffer. I'm going to go through some hard times. Don't get mad with God. Come on. Don't blame God. Because he allowed, he allowed his own son to go yes. through it. So what makes us think that we won't go through it? Yeah. Huh? Yes, he will. Secondly, Amen. and last of all, if we're going to make it, if you don't hear me no more, suffer. if we're going to make it, through this life and through suffering, mm-hmm. and we're going to have endurance. We have to remember that it's not the pain of going through the thing. Mm-hmm. That it's not the difficulty of going through the thing. Mm-hmm. It's not all of the hardships mm-hmm. of going through the thing. The book of Acts says, through many hardships, we must enter the kingdom yeah. of heaven. Yeah. It's not about all of that. No. If it was about all that, God would take all that suffering away. No, he take all Jesus. that hardship away. Oh, I feel Amen. good about you, Jesus. But it's not about that. But it's about what we will achieve and what we will gain on the other side. Jesus said a woman goes through pain when she's in travail. When she's trying to bring a child forth. Some of y'all that have children know that it's not nice. That there's nothing fun about it. That there's nothing that feels good about it. Isn't that right? Amen. Some of y'all ladies ought to be saying amen. Oh, I feel good about it. Thank you for There's nothing that feels good about pushing a child out. And all the other things that happens to your body in the process. And before that. But once that child is born. Come on. Glory. Come on. Have mercy. Glory to God. And he's coming to everybody. Have 
Thank you. announcements today Praise God. no announcements I ask that those of you that can stay with us for a little while after service that are members of true vine that you would remain behind amen, amen. amen. Uh, let's pray father we thank you Lord for your anointing 
We thank you for the spirit of God. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are patient, that you endure, Lord. Lord, we think that we endure a lot of things in this world, but you endure a lot of things from your creation. Lord, you said in your word that you were grieved that you had made man. Lord, it hurt you to your heart and you repented that you had made man because Lord, man had made such a mess because they stepped out of bounds with you because they stepped out of line with you and began to do things that were after their own heart after their own imagination Lord you said that the imaginations of man was only evil continuously and so Lord you had to take action and you destroyed man but you saved eight souls Noah and his family and Lord you begin again from there Lord let us realize that if we don't stay in, in tune with you and in step with you Lord that you will destroy us also and pick you up a people Lord that are going to walk after your own heart Lord, just like you dethroned Saul, you took him off the throne because he was self-willed. Lord, because he wanted to do his own thing, because he was not after your heart. And Lord, you chose yourself a man named David who was after your heart, who would do all that was in your heart, not his own heart, but all that was in your heart. So, Father, I pray that you cause us to be a people, Lord, that are not self-willed a people that are not governed by our own desires but a people that are governed by the spirit of god father i ask that you would have your way lord as we go from this place well lord those that are not members as they leave here father that you would go with them father and as we leave when we leave that you would go with us and father that you would watch over us lord on the highways the byways that you would let there be no breakdowns no flat tires and that everyone would obey the laws of the land not exceeding the speed limit and putting someone else's life and health in jeopardy but lord that they would obey what the speed limit is and father i thank you lord i ask that this word would go go down deep within the inner recesses of our heart that nothing would take it out of our heart father we pray for your guidance and everything in jesus name amen amen Those of you that have to leave, you can leave.